It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hey, 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 welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony. This week's winner, a first-time recipient who would probably win it every week if she did the show as consistently. Uh, she was a gubernatorial candidate out in the great state of Michigan. She came up short, but she remains number one in our hearts. I'm talking about Tudor Dixon, who had just a banger of an interview. We talked about the war on hot chicks and woke ideology, the DeSantis campaign launch. Everything that went on in media this week was at the forefront of this conversation, uh, but it was just such a good hang. And I always tell you on this show, the thing we're trying to prioritize are, you know, people who can articulate, you know, semi-intelligent viewpoints, but also do them in a manner that's kind of cool, whether you agree with them or you don't. It is impossible to disagree with Tudor Dixon. Uh, and if you feel otherwise, you've never met her in person. What a fabulously cool person. Come on up and get your game ball, girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> oh, Tudor, nice to see you. You just got off the outnumbered couch. Talking about news of the day, did that go swell, I would imagine? It was great. It was so much fun. Those mm -hmm. those ladies are awesome. Sharp gals. Sean Duffy was, was in the house. Yeah. So do you know Sean Duffy's a little bit of a chubby chaser? You don't know this? He loves me. Like, to the point that I have an order of protection against him. <laughs> I was going to have Rachel come and take you down. No, no. But the now next, I'm glad that that no, was No, no. She would tell going. you. Like, when he comes, like, he guest hosts my show a lot. In <laughs> fact, he's guest hosting Mikey next Friday, right? But all he will talk about, he calls me big sexy. So this is the thing. He loves me. He likes he likes a you know chubby guy. So he never, like, on the air. This is all we talk about on the air to the point that his co-host, Dagan, will be like, well, you guys shut up already. <laughs> and then, but usually we can distract her because she's doing a dip and, like, spitting in a cup. You know, she's very Southern. And we get away with it. But I did not realize you were with Cable News Super Hunk Sean Duffy. But I will uh, send him my best. I was, yeah. You know, he's from Wisconsin, so he's from just across the lake from me. All you Midwestern people. <laughs> you all stick together. You have a little little mafia here at Cable News. Uh, so, Tudor Dixon, it's your first time in studio. First of all, what do you think of the toys? Are you are you digging the toys? I'm, I I said when I came in, I'm impressed. I mean, these are all my childhood toys. I see Skeletor and yes. He-Man, and whoa, 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 I don't whoa, whoa. see She-Ra. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It is not in 2023 he-man it is they them <laughs> it is don't get us both canceled tutor dixon well, whose side you are you he -Man, on she -Ra, and then they the, i don't even the... know how that would work because technically yes they, they were an inclusive toy they were yes. they even had a skeleton yeah exactly right but, but, yeah but essentially what this studio looks like is the inside of the van that promised you candy <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, does. it does. We got toys and candy in here. Come into Fox I, Across America, there kid. Was that, there was that feeling that you have when you're a kid and you see something suspicious. When I walked in, that feeling came over me again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure I'm safe here. Oh, you know, it's Tudor Dixon is in studio right now. We're questioning her judgment for being here. But my favorite story about everything in here is you see that cannonball over there? Yes. So we have a phenomenal affiliate in East Texas called KTBB. They're based in Tyler, Texas. Some of the best humans you'll ever meet. But you know those Texans that are too nice, so they don't know the difference between hospitality and a hazing ritual? <laughs> I always, I've said this about them on the air a thousand times. They don't know how to, like, give you a plate of food, but they know how to give you 71 plates of food. Yeah, like, right, right. They were literally shooting spare ribs at my car out of a T-shirt gun <laughs> the last time I was there. I'm like, come on, i got to leave, okay? But one of our superstar listeners gifted me that cannonball, okay, from the Civil War. It's a Civil War-era cannonball, okay? And everything you need to know about the incompetency of government can be summed up by the following, okay? I'm flying home from Texas. This is in Jenny Fallon, my wife's bag, okay? <laughs> and I throw it in the bag, and, of course, we get stopped by TSA. What do they do? 
they take the bottled water out of her purse and let her proceed onto the plane with the cannonball in her purse. <laughs> no, this is not the the cannonball is just a ball of steel. It's Clearly, not going to do anything. But I but on but, its but, own. but what is the bottled water going to do? No, <laughs> I'm aware. Wow. But impressive though that is a very we you know what. Mm-hmm. I will tell you a story. The foundry that my dad bought in Michigan that I worked at for almost 10 years made cannonballs during World War II because they came in and they they came took over all the foundries and they mm-hmm. said no longer are you making automotive parts you're going to make cannonballs. So, Get out of town. Uh, that's a nice, you got a nice one. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? You, the fun facts you get. Tudor Dixon's in the studio, TSA apologist. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the bottled water, fine. Hey, uh, that's the most action I get these days. You yeah, know, I've got five oh, I, heads. I, you know, I go through for that pat down a second time. I'm not above it. <laughs> I, I wear suspicious clothing. No, it's just the same. I'm like, you missed something. <laughs> I go back in. Hold on now. What's that ticking noise in my luggage? Come back through, big boy. That's just a toothbrush. No, I get it. You're married. Four kids. You know, in, in this day and age, you could be on hoarders for having four kids. I know. You could right. get a reality show. I know. People do look at you. And, and it's funny because when I was running, uh-huh. people, it's, I think four kids is overwhelming to uh-huh. some people. So it they is. think you can't do more than one thing because yeah. now you have four kids. So I would have people like, Who's going to raise the children if you become governor? I'm like, still me. I'm going <laughs> to still do that. Here's the thing about parenting. Yeah. I, have you ever had that other friend, though? Because the people who feel that way are probably not, probably shouldn't be parents. You know, like I have a friend <laughs> who just told me, he's like, yeah, me and my wife will go, we're planning to have a kid. I'm like, dude, your fish died. I'm like, if you couldn't keep a fish alive, I'm like, I, I don't know that this is your lane. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I do concern myself with stuff like that. But I do find it commendable. And you should get a reality show, and I should produce it. It would be great. <laughs> Keeping up with the Dixons. You're just making All cannonballs. Girls. There's a lot of drama. It is good for TV, the drama. Yes. It is not. My husband doesn't understand it at all. No, no. He, it's Yeah. He's He is outnumbered. You were, just on, <laughs> you were outnumbered for an hour. He's outnumbered seven days a week. I know. I'm like, this is my life, watching him outnumbered. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> At home, you were in the majority, exactly. Tudor Dixon. My goodness. Well, I would imagine you hit all the hot topics today on Outnumbered, so let me just skate around the country for a minute. Oh, did you see any of the DeSantis launch? Or did I, you attempt to see any of the DeSantis launch? I couldn't see it. Cause, yeah, no. Yeah. Did you hear any of that old-timey radio, <laughs> that transistor broadcast? I did. I heard some of it, yes. This is what I think the problem is with being the campaign with the most money, as I think sometimes there's too many consultants. You know, they say, like, too many chefs in the kitchen. I feel like, you know, it. he'll overcome it. It doesn't matter. We won't be talking about it in three months. But I still feel like if they had it to do over, they might have did it with some TV cameras instead. You know, when you're going up against someone who can be as cutting as Trump, yeah, you yeah. don't make mistakes like Thank that. Thank you. And that was, that was a huge – but, you know, the thing that I said on Outnumbered that shocks me is that the guy who was so anti-screens, we're going to go back in person, we're getting over this COVID thing, yeah. he announced on a screen that you couldn't <laughs> even see him. That was weird, and he did it with Elon Musk, which is like if you're running for president, I don't think you need a co-signer. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right, it's like, right. look, Elon says I'm cool. He's rich. He, you know he owns this place, right? You know I'm friends with the owner. That's what I think. But but what did that say to people? And what did that say to all of his other supporters? Okay, so wait, where do we fall? We didn't get to go and announce with you. We weren't there by your side. And that's a that's an emotional moment. You have big, big moments in campaigns. Yeah. Announcing primary general. You want your friends and family around you. Yeah, and yeah. They want to be around you, but they weren't there. That's so what weird. did that mean to them? Well, the people who love him are like, well, it was unconventional because he's a different candidate. We love unconventional if it works.
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, driving a car into the ocean would be an unconventional way to launch a campaign. I don't know that it's going to get you the most votes. How many of your family members that are not involved in the politi- the political world are on Twitter? I mean, Twitter is not a space where most people are. That's, That's the another, another weird thing. choice. I know, because the only people watching either agreed with him or were people who work in liberal media that were just watching to trash it anyway. Right. And they just got an additional thing to trash in the process. So, yeah, I thought, I don't know, I thought the campaign blew that one. Tudor Dixon is in the house, much to my chagrin. Uh, I kid. <laughs> got right by security. Yeah, someone's yeah. Get, you I talk about people myself. getting fired. Okay. <laughs> Heads will roll when this interview is over. I am not happy. But I'm coming to your hood July the 8th. Okay, I will be at the Holland Civic Center. Kennedy and I, that will be, just so you know, I'm just doing the math in my head. One, two, three, four, five. The sixth stop on the Laughs and Liberty Tour. It has been raucous. People want to get out and laugh right now. And I say this like to comics and stuff. Where we're finally winning, and we hadn't been for a while, is people have kind of like defunded the joke police. No one likes the people who get mad at jokes. If you don't laugh at a joke, that's fine. I've heard plenty of jokes I didn't laugh at. You know what I mean? Right. Some of the off-color things you were saying off the air. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But the point is, I don't care if you like or don't like a joke. But the people who feel entitled to stop the evening for the other 300 people, nobody likes that person. Right. Right. No, that is exactly. So we we lost comedy for a little bit of time. But it was actually some folks from the left that I felt like fought for comedy. And, mm-hmm. and we are desperate to laugh. We're so mad all the time. Yep. I, I keep saying that when you look at TV the uh, what what some people call infotainment has become less tainment yeah. and more just anger and yeah, yeah. we want to laugh it's a lot of agitated activism that's yeah. a lot of what late night comedy is too like if you're watching like colbert yes, it's kind of yes. like group therapy it's right. like group therapy for self-hating white people who live here in new york that's what it is they're like we know better than the rest of the country and i don't doubt that they think they know better than the people who elected gretchen whitmer i mean come on do you ever look at your state and feel like you should just launch a local late night comedy show? <laughs> all the time. All this is why I'm glad you're coming to my state because <laughs> I'm like, wait, well, there you, is comedy left. Uh, it, it exists still. Did I, yes. Did, did you just anoint me your co-host? Because I kind of <laughs> saw myself with top billing on this project. We're having our first disagreement. We're like Oasis. You know those two brothers? They just beat each other up. You said you're going to produce my reality show. You you are going to be the second tier <laughs> co-host to my comedy program. Come uh, on. My agents are the worst. I got I call, but they don't recognize my number on the caller ID. That's, no, that's they, how they do recognize. That's why they're not oh, answering. Come on, Tudor Dixon. A <laughs> lot of cheap shots flying around the studio today as we talk to Tudor Dixon. Get I mean, come on, girlfriend. Now there's all kinds of. So let me weigh in on this, though. DeSantis gets out of the gate. He's going to have a pretty aggressive campaign schedule. I think the goal for him is not to contrast himself with Trump so much as he's trying to contrast himself probably with Biden because he sees himself as running against Biden in the general election. But knowing what you know about politics, do you believe it's settled law in the Democratic Party that Biden is the nominee? Or do you still think there's a couple of high-level Democrats kind of hanging around the goal just in case? Like, you think Gavin Newsom has put 2024 to bed? Do you think Hillary Clinton has put 2024 to bed? Look, there's always going to be hyenas waiting to see if Mm -hmm. he dies off. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, to be quite frank. Yeah, politically dies off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's not what I meant. No, I Um, But, yeah. That's what I meant, yeah. I'm... I think there are people that, I mean, there's questions about whether or not he's going to be capable of doing this, but he has been anointed. That mm-hmm. is how they do it. He, yeah. So they are not going to push that. They're going to wait and see. They're not going to push that. Okay. There's nobody out there that's going to try to challenge him. Oh, okay. Outside but, of. But if he starts telling people he's Batman, 
do they let somebody else get a crack at it or do they just hand no, it to No, they don't ha- they can hide him. That's their game. Mm-hmm. They, he will only say that to I mean, look at Diane Feinstein. She's out there saying she's Batman and nobody's <laughs> literally saying she's Batman. Yeah, no and, one's stopping. And they're that. only upset cuz she's using a pronoun. They're not mad, <laughs> they're not mad that she's not Batman. Like, like, You're Batman. It's bad person. <laughs> this is very insensitive. She's going to get canceled not because of thinking she's Batman. What a dumb time to be alive. Yes. Uh, when you were a little girl shopping at Target, did you hope to find a Tucket bathing suit? <laughs> you know, I was like, when little girls see this bathing suit, do they mistake it for a pocket and think, what a strange po- place to have a pocket? I mean, what do you do with this? Well, you're, you know, you're smuggling from the cops. I guess maybe that's the answer. There are uses, I think, that you could you could use it in different ways. I mean, I think that we're saying it's discriminatory to say you can only have a man's junk in there. What else can we put in the tucket pocket well, of the Target bathing suit? We take it out. back. We take it back. <laughs> We both do Hannity a lot, and you know I like to tell jokes that make Sean blush because he's a great sport, <laughs> but he is very mindful because he's like he's actually like if you know him off the air like an actual good human, and I'm not like I don't I don't pretend to be. I'm just a guy. I feel having, like I just fell into the not good human pocket. No, you're great. You. You're wonderful. Okay. You don't worry about nothing. You you identify <laughs> as a bad human, but at your core, biology has made you a good human. So the conservatives will shout you down. You are what you are. Okay. But Hannity was talking about that story last night, and I said to poor Sean, I'm like, you know, I never thought I'd see the day where women bathing suits were sold in the nuts aisle. And to Sean, you know, to the crowd, it's like a hey but to poor Sean. He's like, is this okay? What is even going on? He threw a rosary bead over me. We had like three extra prayers. It was it was funny. But Tudor Dixon is here. One other thing I wanted to weigh in, because this has been the ongoing controversy at Fox. We've been covering a lot of stories where corporations, or at least their marketing firms, seem to be targeting things uh, that the consumer doesn't care about. I know we've all talked about Bud Light to the point of exhaustion, but even Miller Light, who tried to preemptively, well, not even preemptively, they preceded Bud Light with their marketing, which they were trashing the idea that women were being put in bikinis to market beer, but I don't think that was in lockstep with what the consumer prioritized, nor do I think, I just will get your take on this, that I think they should be demeaning the act as it's like somehow cheap to be a woman who's so good looking you can sell products. Right. I, I don't think that's demeaning or degrading in any way. I think you've been gifted something, you know. Do you disagree? I don't know where you weigh No, in. I completely agree. I think that there, we've always had different people in advertising and for uh-huh. the party of diversity to yeah. come out and say, well, but not hot women. Like yeah, no, hot chicks and bikinis are out. Let me ask you this. Was this started, because it's a war on hot chicks, that's what it is. That is what it is. It's a war on hot chicks. So was it started by non-hot chicks to be like, well, what if we just kick the hot chicks out? You know, I haven't seen people in the movement that is trying to kick people out that I want to see in a bikini. So that could be it. The war on hot chicks. We had the (laughs) war on Christmas. Now we have a war. It's not right, Tudor Dixon. And here's the point. It's like the guy's drinking beer. Who cares if it's what they like? No, the the reason that sells mm -hmm. is because the guy drinking beer wants desperately to think those hot chicks are showing up at his party. (laughs) That's true, though. But think about it. That's marketing, folks. Marketing 101. (laughs) It's true because, like, every one of these beer commercials has the fantasy of like you know the guy's got nothing going on but then he starts drinking keystone light and it's raining supermodel yes that's like the joke the beer commercial right exactly when you bite a starburst and like waves of surf come in and there's like a marching band (laughs) 
You don't want a commercial where you bite a Starburst and they foreclose on your house. Like, right. Nobody hangs out with you now. That is so. So this is this is the. I think this is the beauty of what these companies are doing because this is showing what America is. It doesn't always have to be political mm-hmm. because we are a capitalist society, and so that's how this works. When yes. you do something that the people hate, they go, "Yeah, I'm done." And Thank you. That's also marketing 101. Don't I think do it's. That. I think it's healthy. I think. I, I hope seriously. I don't want to see like 12 companies get wiped out, but if two or three have to take a bath so the rest of the boardrooms get the message, because what happened is when it comes to marketing, I think they prioritize like these DEI scores, like these corporate, you know, social credit systems, and they're trying not to prioritize the customer so much as the ideology that will get them a higher ranking. So we went from these marketing firms that were mad men, and now we have mad them. And I think that's what happened. That That is true. Don Draper is Dawn Draper now. And, <laughs> and this is why we can't have Bud Light anymore. Come on, Tudor Dixon. But when you are under threat of being debanked and all these other things, you are looking for how can I score points there? Yep. And that's the wrong place to score points yep. when you're selling to kids. And yes. parents are more powerful than the whole group, or we should be more powerful than those that say you can be debanked. And that's where I think politicians can play yep. in the, hey, you can't debank people, but the people play in you you made a boo-boo on the marketing side thank you and the war on hot chicks Tudor Dixon has spoken (laughs) that's right give peace a chance bring bikinis back thank you that's going to do it for the Fox Across America game ball presentation ceremony we were back here live on the radio this Tuesday get your game face on girlfriend and have the best holiday weekend allowable by law we'll see you back here on Tuesday From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.